Blog Talk Radio. Hitler. 
and people were so angry about that statement. And I, I wish people sometimes wouldn't react so much because it's there. There's such a fear, and this is when you know. And I will say this to my uh, Jewish brothers and sisters out here: as a black woman, I, I don't. It, it, for my personal thing, I don't like fear to be created around where you can't talk about what people's thoughts and feelings are, you create the very energy that you're afraid of. If you're afraid of the Holocaust rehabbing, well, you, when we, you don't let people talk and be honest about what they need to say, you create an atmosphere that will, to, in my personal opinion, that will bring on the very things that you're afraid of. Um, Kanye said something that people just sometimes don't say because they're too scared of the controversy. But if you know anything about the rise of Hitler and how Hitler came to take over Germany, he did not do it by being evil at first. <laughs> evil never, listen, evil never presents itself as evil at first. As a matter of fact, evil people will use good characteristics of themselves to gain trust, to gain uh, 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 authority and all kinds of things And then after they've gained it woo, Then they show their true face So for him to say That Hitler had some good characteristics Is not all the way wrong It's just, just the way he said it um, It's like it's to, to be in admiration of, of him Or something like that I disagree with that But what I can say is that that is how he became. He came to power in Germany. Ger what he did in Germany was he took advantage of the way people were feeling, people being at a space in their life of impoverished. Germany had just lost the war, lots of things. And a lot of us speak on these things, and we don't even know. A lot of us don't even have not even read about the Holocaust or know what happened during the Holocaust or how that energy came to be, how they came to start doing ugly things to other human beings, to uh, Jewish people and stuff like that, how Hitler – and here's the interesting thing about Hitler. Hitler it was uh, was there is a lot of interesting things. I think the very fact that people there is such shame around this time in history. People don't explore it a lot, but they should because you because you don't want another dictator like Hitler to rise to power. And Hitler did not rise to power by being evil at first. You can't do that. There's no way you can show your evilness, people would immediately throw you away. So most people, even evil people, have good traits that can bring them into a place. What was one of Hitler's great traits? He could, he could give a speech. He was charismatic, okay? Uh, the devil's charismatic. Okay, so so there. If you don't have those discussions, if you if it is a, a like a, a anti-Semitic sin to have those discussions, then you are due for another Hitler to come to pass, and not just one for Jewish people, one for Black people all over. And there was there was an atmosphere that created Hitler. I don't believe Hitler's rise of power was just alone by himself. That's just my personal opinion. There were situations that made the way for an 
evil dictator like Hitler, and there have been evil dictators throughout history like Hitler, throughout history. Okay, so uh, I'll talk about that a little later on about Kanye West and Chad. we got to talk about Nia Long out here, honey. Child, I didn't hear the whole interview. I just heard part, saw part of it, saw part of the topic about her blaming the Celtics. Mm-mm. I got to talk about Miss Neo, okay? It might be Scorpio on Scorpio crime right now because, child, Neo's tripping, okay? You got to talk about T.J. Holmes. Woo! T.J. Holmes, I know he said, thank goodness for Kanye. <laughs> Because T.J. Holmes and his co-host Amy, well, I forget her name, Roebuck? Or, I was just thinking about her, but Good Morning America co-host out here in these streets allegedly having an affair. Oh, my God, we got so much to talk about, child. It's just too much, okay? All right, so we'll get into all that a little later on. I always tell you all about my week. My week, hey, it's been, <laughs> it's been really good, uh, great. Uh, I've had some great uh, moments this week I, You know I'm feeling more relaxed I'm heading towards the end Pray for me I am hoping Hoping I get on the Dean's list again <laughs> So y'all keep uh, uh, Praying for me Also too It's, it's so fun Because we, uh, next week I think we have a Like we're doing a clown show So if you're in the You know The DFW area and uh, you're by U- University of Texas Arlington. I think it's Tuesday night. I forget the times. I have to get the times for you guys and tell you. But we're doing a clown show. I'm going to be a clown. <laughs> it should be fun, okay? It's my uh, clown show for one of my classes. So I'm I'm excited, okay? Um, and what else? What else? Um, yeah, I don't, I'm trying to figure out what else I want to talk to you. Oh, you know, tonight. Okay, so I was watching tonight. It's uh, something that 50 Cent, uh, the dude who used to be on TMZ, hosted Van, I forget Van's last name, but I think his name is Van. It's like about hip-hop crimes and everything. This is like the second or third time I've watched it. And I just got to say this, okay? Tonight they had on their, um, who they have on uh, stuff, uh, what was his name about, oh, God, what was the guy? Uh, uh. I forget his name, Slim. Uh, oh my goodness, he used to be signed to. Uh, hold on, let me look here. I don't want to uh, mess that. Uh, mess it up. Hold on, just a sec. Uh, hip hop. If I can find it, you guys. Hey, for those of you who are new listening to the show. This show is messy. We be having pauses. I be eating. I be doing everything. This, you know, this it is what it is. Okay. Uh, he said, uh, hip hop crunch. Hip hop homicides. Okay. And tonight they had on the story of, um, uh, let's see. Who was the story tonight? Uh, I'm trying to think. They've had so far on uh, Pop Smoke. Um, I saw that one. Um, and I'm trying to think of what it. 
what the guys was it was slim um king von they've had on um let's see uh van Layton is who hosted uh and tonight oh my goodness i I cannot think of the person's name. It was Slim, Slim uh, from New Orleans. Um, they had on about uh, his uh, death, and I'm trying to if I can find. Let me see if I can find the name because I really want to say uh, what the name is. Um, Okay, do I have anything with a name here? So I wasn't planning on y'all talking to y'all about this. Uh, Soldier Slim. Okay, Soldier Slim from used to be a part of No Limit. A lot of controversy about what happened to a lot of these people who they have uh, these shows about. They called them hip hop investigations. I totally disagree. Uh, here's the thing. I. I, I I see. I feel like it's a show that kind of goes over theories, not really an investigation. I, I, I don't see it as an investigation. First of all, I feel like it's always hard for celebrity, uh, celebrity type to do, and, and people who are who are um, who are. Celebrity crowd and celebrity world to do these types of shows because if your friends are mentioned as suspects, you can't have a clear uh, uh, thing on it. And <laughs> so I felt like the, the, this show has not went anywhere controversial or tried to steer away from things controversial. What it does is it's a show that tries to steer away from the conspiracy of it all instead of exploring those things. Um, and to me, that takes somebody who is not really trying to, to do a hip-hop homicide. I think it should be probably an unknown host or somebody like a, a, a host that is not somebody who's not really trying really hard to still be a part of the showbiz world because you've got to have clear uh, understandings of why people can be um, suspects and all those things. And to me, they go off over it. And, and everything I've seen, I haven't really liked the show. It's interesting, but not liked it. I don't think of it as a full-on investigation uh, most of the time. I feel like he just goes to these cities and talks to people and, you know, well, do you think somebody, do you think, like tonight, with the, with the, to me, one of the, the, Soldier Slim has been one of the most interesting because his murder is still unsolved and there's so much stuff and so much fear surrounding who may have done this. So to me, that that subject matter has to be approached because even if they they name some celebrities that could may have been indirectly involved, may have not. And to me, that needs to be that subject needs to be explored by people who are not afraid to ruffle feathers. Okay, clearly, this show from Fifty Cent and Mona Scott um, is afraid to ruffle feathers. So. I'm 
you know, no, I'm not, I, I really don't, I really look at, I think it's more just an interesting show. Um, it doesn't tell you, uh, it doesn't really hit the controversial things. I found tonight's show very interesting. Um, you guys should look at it. I, I you know, um, and I'm I'm not saying any celebrity was involved. I think one of the things about the Slim Soldier Slim thing was he talked to Master P because Master P was a part of No Limit, and that seems to be some of the lure in New Orleans that he could possibly have done something or somebody directly associated with him and stuff like that. Here's my thing: I don't know who did that or who did what, but it's very hard for people who are in with celebrity to do those kinds of shows because you always, you won't ask the hard questions, you won't talk about different things. I have no clue what kind of disputes was he in. Why do people believe the story? Why do people uh, think that this person may have had something to do with it or this person didn't? And it just, it's just, and people were so quiet about the story. So, very interesting, not saying that Master P or anybody had anything to do with it, but I'm just saying when you do, when you call it a hip-hop investigation, it's, a, it's, it's important to not have a bias in the, in, the, in the thing. It could have been very well just been a street murder and that's that or something happened and blah, 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 but this, it sounds like a whole lot more. And one of the things I would say this, you know, I know I understand because Master P had just lost his child when he did the interview, and kudos for him for even just showing up because he didn't really have to even show up and do the interview with Van. However, I will say this, I don't like when you when people you're interviewing you're considered like uh, like a uh, like a there's a legend thing out there or people allure of people thinking you may have done something you got shades on I'm like what do you have shades on I thought it was a bad move I know he had just lost his child but having the shades on to me in a discussion like that so that you can have you can have a clarity people can have a clarity that you have nothing to do with it you need your eyes seen just future reference. <laughs> Uh, you know, people need to see you, you know, and see that you you have nothing to hide. I love what he said and everything. He kind of explained about being going back to the streets and people, you know, and we know that happens with hip-hop. But also, uh, you know, I felt that he that the, the conversation didn't explore more why people felt that he or someone indirectly had something to do with that death. I felt like that, that was kind of weird, okay? And I feel that's because celebrities having a show that deals with other <laughs> so celebrity theory or theories and stuff just doesn't work, okay? It's just my personal opinion, all right? But it was interesting. Mm. I think this is, like, my third time watching the show. I just haven't liked it so far because I don't like that whole celebrity thing because you can feel that it's a little, like, bias or something like that. But interesting if y'all want to watch it. Uh, I think it comes on what channel? Uh, uh, it comes on We TV, I believe. Uh, and uh, this they just had this this week with the uh, talking about the um, the murder of New Orleans legend and No Limit rap star Soldier Slim. What's interesting to me is that 
maybe it reopens these cases for people, certain cases that are unsolved, for, for people to look at and maybe see what may have went on. My personal opinion, though, is that's all it will do. You can't look at this show and expect to find <laughs> find uh, any kind of investigation. It is just a gloss over of uh, maybe what people have already heard. But I don't feel like it's a real investigative uh, series, but very interesting in terms of if you've never heard about these stories and the theories behind them, this is a show to watch, okay? Um, all right, so you guys, tonight we're going to come, when I come back, we're going to get into some of the news going on around, around, uh, <laughs> around, uh, in pop culture, uh, news. Everything Joe Biden. It's something interesting I saw today. While we are all paying attention to uh, Kanye West, <laughs> I saw this uh, article about uh, Biden says he's willing to talk to Putin, but won't do it alone. Now, I, it's just a weird thing going on with the Ukraine war and stuff right now. I'm going to talk about my little conspiracy theory concerning it, and uh, what else? What other stuff we want to talk about? Uh, so many. Uh, let's see. There's another story. We'll have a. Uh, oh, we're going to talk about Elon Musk wants people to control computers with their minds. How close are they? <laughs> We've talked about that before on here. Um, We'll also, uh, we have a whole lot more we're going to get into right after the break. I'm going to go on break right now, get myself together, because y'all know, let me tell y'all, it's another freestyle show. Y'all know how I be doing freestyle shows? I'm doing one tonight. I don't really have a show in front of me. Normally, sometimes I have a show in front of me, but the last several times, I have not had a show in front of me. So I am doing this off the top of my head about some of the things uh, y'all gonna hear? We're gonna talk about tonight, okay? So if y'all hear a lot of pausing and stuff like that, that's because this show is really—it's literally happening off the top of my head. <laughs> my regular listeners already know I do this from time to time. I have these freestyle shows, okay? So most of my shows, even my shows, let me just say this: even my shows that are that have where I have stuff written out are still freestyle, okay? It is what it is, okay? So oh, and we just. So we're going to have one of those shows tonight, okay? It is, this is how it's going. Uh, so meanwhile, we're going to get right into uh, the break. And I don't know what y'all supposed to listen to. <laughs> y'all know how I don't ever have no music ready? <laughs> I'll be telling y'all uh, uh, we're going we're gonna to do this, but uh, I, I, I never have any any music altogether. But, I'm going to go into it. We're going to play, um, what is it, Return of the Mac? No, it's too late at that. We'll fi- let's, let's listen to Natalie Cole's uh, Tell Me All About It, which is one of my favorite songs. It's the CC show. It's the late night hot topics. You can tell I am all over the place, but it's all good. I'll be back in a moment, y'all. <laughs> Touch, I shiver Just body language 
all, that is Tony Braxton with one of my favorites. You're making me hot. That is such a sexy ass song. That you making me hot. It just always hits. Okay. All right. So I am back. Okay. Last week, y'all was asking me week about the beginning of the show. Listen, let me tell you what happened. Okay. It was a whole part of the show that was cut off. So that's why y'all heard the introduction. I didn't realize I had done it. I didn't realize I had my uh, uh, session board on mute. And so y'all didn't hear the first half of the show. I don't even remember what the hell I said. Sorry. <laughs> but y'all missed about. It was probably about 30 minutes of the show. So y'all, that's why I went right into a song. Because, yeah, yeah. Ooh. But, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll try not to do that this week, okay? It was, listen, these late night shows, sometimes y'all. They be getting, <laughs> sometimes I be forgetting to do different things, okay? But uh, tonight we're going to try to uh, keep it on point, okay? Now I just saw something about LeBron James. Uh, let me talk about that for a minute. Uh, LeBron asked, this is according to Bleacher Report, and it says LeBron asked members, uh, media members why they asked him about Kyrie but not the photo of Jerry Jones protesting desegregation in 1957. Now was he actually protesting? Really, no, I'm, and I'm not saying this. Because I'm trying to take up for Jerry Jones Because it's clear that Jerry Jones Has benefited off of a system That was built on the backs of black people And sometimes Jerry Jones seems to Come out on the other end Like even when during the Colin Kaepernick thing I was struck you know, Because I, I said well, it, to me it's not important I mean it, to me it's not about your past It's how that past dictates to who you are now And I remember him saying, you know, like uh, he bet, like he didn't want any of his players doing that, just kind of really not understanding the context in which Colin, Kaep- Colin Kaepernick was doing what he needed to do. So those are things like that. How how has he worked to, to, to has he worked to help African Americans have more ownership? We, even though that's a very hard to thing to do as an African American to have ownership when there's less than 1% of your group who have the wealth to do so. And that 1% who do have the wealth really don't have as much. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's an interesting thing. Uh, But here's the thing about that picture. You really can't tell what was happening. And, And, you know, I'm fair. I don't try to, you know, I know everybody's like, oh, Jerry Jones, he's a racist and all that. Hey, I mean, his current situation could look like that. I mean, some of the things that he has done, certain things, we can go after off of that. But that picture, you know, when I see pictures like that, I'd be like, here's my thing, my personal opinion. This is a lot of 101. I always say those, that's a warning shot to him. Maybe they got other pictures from some other things. Listen, we are in the age of information. If you think somebody's just now finding that fucking picture, really? <laughs> I, I was just saying, I don't believe that. I believe he got a warning shot for something. And the picture is not of him doing anything. So I wonder if there's other pictures. You know, I'm not saying there are, but I'm just wondering. That picture right there just shows him standing there. Um, you know, I've been standing around a lot of shit. I sitting there, like, I've been like, whoa, what? You know, where you might have caught a picture and think, what the hell are you doing? I mean, I, 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 I understand why people are upset. But at the same time, uh, I say judge on the current of the current things that 
has gone on with him, looking at him currently, and then reflect back on that picture as to what you see him has. And, you know, I, that picture wouldn't su- surprise me from what I've currently seen of him. But LeBron James asked media members why they asked him about Kyrie, but not the photo of Jerry Jones. Uh, that's interesting. I agree. So listen to LeBron. I was thinking when I was on my way over here, I was wondering why I haven't gotten a question from you guys about the Jerry Jones photo. But when the Kyrie thing was going on, you guys were quick to ask us questions about that. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I don't even want you guys to say nothing. When I watched Kyrie talk and he says, I know who I am, but I want to keep the same energy we're talking about my people and the things that we've been through. And that Jerry Jones photo is one of those moments that our people, black people, have been through in America. And I feel like as a black man, as a black athlete, as someone with power and a platform, when we do something wrong, or, or something that people don't agree with. It's on every single tabloid, every single news coverage. It's on the bottom ticker. It's asked about every single day. But it seems like to me that the whole Jerry Jones situation photo, and I know it was years and years ago, and we all make mistakes. I get it. But it seems like it's just been buried under, like, oh, it happened. Okay, we just we just move on. And I was just kind of disappointed that I haven't received that question from you guys. Appreciate it. Shout out to LeBron. I, I will say that I, I love that he said that. And that's, that. hey, it, it's, it's, it, it's true. You know, people think of what happened to black America, or the foundation of black America, uh, 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 um, uh, 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 Adolf, whatever, people think that people don't tend to think of that as a Holocaust. It was. And it was a 260. And then you add on Jim Crow and segregation. Just has horrible. Even more so because it lasted hundreds of years with people standing around with America, and, and, and you know what? Maybe I should get into the the Kanye thing right now because I think this is a good segue. What LeBron is talking about um, with America being the beacon of light for the world, America was the be- beacon of light of democracy, the republic. Okay, and at the same time, it had the harsh institution of slavery. At the same time where it went over to Germany Germany, to end the reign of Hitler, in its own states, in, in its own states, there were Jim Crow laws, black water fountains, white water fountains. As a matter of fact, I think it was a story, there's a story uh, about when, um, uh, who was, uh, Jesse, 
pull this up. Okay, when um, Jesse uh, Owens won uh, the gold medal in 1936, that America wouldn't even reckon, didn't even recognize him when he came back. As a matter of fact, they never said anything too. I mean, too much about him. Hitler, they were people were happy that he he beat out the beat out the uh, for Germany. Even Hitler was uh, appalled, you know, because Hitler thought uh, 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 the white race, the Syrian race, was the best race, but Jesse uh, Owens proved uh, not that to not be so. Um, and one of the stories that came out of it is that he wasn't even recognized by, at the time I believe the president was Roosevelt. Uh, and uh, let me see if I can read this. Uh, this is from Wikipedia. It says, Owens uh, first competed on day two. Uh, later the same day, Owens' African-American teammate, Cornelius Johnson, won gold uh, in the high jump final, which began at 5 p.m. with a new Olympic record of 2.03 meters. Hitler did not publicly congratulate any of the medal winners at this time. Even so, uh, the communist New uh, uh New York City newspaper, The Daily Worker, claims Hitler received all track winners except Johnson, except Johnson, and left the stadium as a deliberate snub after watching Johnson winning jump. Hitler was subsequently accused of failing to acknowledge Owens, who won the gold medals, um, or shake his hand. Owens, Owens responded to these claims at the time. He said Hitler had a certain time to come in to come to the stadium and a certain time to leave. It happened to ha- he had to leave before the victory ceremony after a hundred meter rest began. But before he left, I was on my way to a broadcast and passed near his box. Uh, they said he waved at him, or his son, he said he waved at him and he waved back. Okay. Uh, uh, there's a story also. Um, here was an interesting thing. He never, uh, people said, was acknowledged by Roosevelt, even. You know, not a call, not anything. But the rumors were, as hideous as Hitler is, that Hitler actually did acknowledge uh, him by uh, giving, somebody said uh, later on, uh, some sort of, uh, I can't remember the story, like a gift or something. And I have to look that up. But it was crazy because the United States, who freed, I mean, I want you to think about this here, who went over into Germany, Hitler would have marched his ass all across Europe if it wasn't for the United States, okay? So black, not only did black men go to bat, it go black black men uh, in the, who were in the army uh, at the time, a very segregated uh, uh, place, go into uh, to Germany to help uh, to free the world of Hitler, but at the same time at home they was getting treated like shit. Okay, so when we talk about having, so let's talk about Kanye West today because I really want to get into this. I, I didn't mean to get into it this early, but let me see if I can pull up. Uh, this uh, Twitter thing. We're just gonna go right into talking about him. 
Um, Kanye West said some controversial things today, as everybody knows. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can find here him. Okay, we'll find it here. Trying to find the uh, the audio for y'all. I didn't have the audio ready. Remember, we doing freestyle tonight. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Okay, do we have Kanye Kanye West? Okay, I think this is something. Okay, so let's take a listen at Kanye today. I don't know which one this is. Okay, that's another. He's had so many. Okay, so many clips. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the Okay. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table. Every human being has something of value that they Especially Hitler. Especially Hitler. Okay, so Kanye West was saying that every human being has something of value that they brought to the table. Um, and he goes on to say, especially Hitler, which I think was like, whoa. So let's see if we can get the whole clip here. Hold on, where he's talking. Well, I I see I I see good things about Hitler. Also, the Jew I love everyone, and Jewish people are not going to tell me you can love, um, you know, us, and you can love what we're doing to you with the contracts. And you can love what we're, you know, what we're pushing with the pornography. But this guy that invented highways, invented the very microphone that I use as a musician, you can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good. And I'm done with that. I'm done with the classifications. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. How about that one? Ari Emanuel, how you like that one? Hey, Ron, you going to do anything to fix Chicago? They want to separate and confuse the Christians and make us afraid to stand next to each other. A Christian can stand next to anyone. We can go visit R. Kelly in prison. We can go talk to Harvey Weinstein. That's what Jesus did. Yes, because Jesus can save everyone. But if the Zionists can get us so afraid that they're going to do what they've been doing to me, attempting to put me in jail, freeze my accounts, smearing me on the meat, Okay, so Kanye had a lot to say. Um, I, you know, here's the thing, um, and 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 I don't want to defend Kanye in whatsoever because I really don't know what's going on with Kanye. Okay, to me, Kanye got disturbed when he couldn't get into uh, certain rooms with other uh, people who exploit people. And he could not get into those rooms, and he got angry about it, not because he's doing this on some activist tip. Maybe he's discovered something or whatever, but, you know, praising, here's the thing. In the way he said the situation, what he said, I don't don't like how he, uh, um, how he said it. But is there some truth to what he said? Yes. Is is he, did Hitler have all bad traits? No, he did not. 
Hitler wouldn't have been able to rise to power if he had just all bad traits. Evil leaders often throughout history start off having some good traits, including, and right, I told the story about Jesse Owens in America, because America has some great traits, but it did a horrific thing with slavery and Jim Crow laws and why it was preaching democracy and freedom to the world. It was calling human beings three-fifths of a person, hanging people in the South, doing all kinds of things to black Americans with, I mean, you know you know how many crimes happened in the South and probably even in the North that never got prosecuted, where black people had property stolen, everything, and at the same time America has this great document, is looked at as a great beacon of light, but yet it didn't always do so. The Constitution is a great document. America just didn't always follow it. Okay, doesn't mean that America didn't have some good traits before it did some evil things, okay? Uh, Hitler, same thing. Hitler came into power, if you know anything about Germany. And, and what, I, what I say to people about uh, at the time, and to me, it's such a, um, it's such a, and I feel like more we should, I feel like one thing Kanye West has done has opened up a discussion to where people can go and look at the history and the rise of someone like Hitler to so that a person like that does not come to power again. How Hitler came to power because it was fertile ground for a person like him to take advantage and move forward in his his um his uh, crazy things. At the time, Germany had just got out of war, a war, uh, took a unfair agreement. I forgot what the agreement was called, but versus Versailles, or I forget how how to say that agreement where they had to pay reparations at the time where Germany was going through a harsh time, broke Germans. Um, uh, um, there were so many things that were happening. And there was a situation in Germany also where, Germans didn't feel uh, citizenship issue powers, sort of like America right now, okay? I always say this about America. Um, it's very hard to uh, allow illegal immigration uh, to happen when you have your own people in America starving, struggling for jobs, and you don't treat the citizens of America well first, and you treat people who are non-citizens better, it is a power keg. And the powers that be know that. And I believe they knew this back in the day even with Germany. They set up a situation where Hitler could rise to power. And and they would spend time for the rest of the next step, which is interesting, because even with black people today, a lot of these powers that be will use black black wokeness, black thought and stuff like that to try to bring about uh, uh to bring about their own agendas but at the end it won't be uh it won't be really uh black people they care about and it's the same thing that happened to a lot of jewish people even with anti-semitic uh things happening in um in america there are a lot of powers that be 
that sit at the top of these situations. And listen, there are bad people in every race. There are bad Jews. There are bad uh, 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 black people. There are bad white people. And you and, and and if you and some people will sit and try to represent people and be and be bad while they do. They'll try to play two hands. <laughs> and that's and so that is so. Sometimes this is what you've had in a situation in even even in something like America. But the way somebody like Hitler was able to come to power is because Hitler fed off of the way that people were feeling a very real way, way, a very unfair way, and he came in and he looked, him and the Nazis looked like gods to them because he addressed what at the time looked like to be wrong, and he gave them an enemy, a false enemy, but he still gave them one. Do you, so these are situations that people need to be able to talk about To understand what happened then so those things don't happen again But I'm afraid because people, the powers that be love to say Oh, we can't really talk about how, what Hitler, good traits of Hitler Because that's anti-Semitic No, that's not anti-Semitic That's seeing how this, uh, seeing how the devil works <laughs> The de- the de- you know one of the things uh, this is and it may sound like I'm all over the place but one of the things I you 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 learn about uh, you if you ever uh, if you're into Christianity or, 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 or ever uh, you know known about uh, Christianity the devil was the most beautiful one of the most beautiful angels in heaven the, the devil is not an ugly being. <laughs> He's beautiful. The Bible describes him as his body being able to make music. How do you think he was able to deceive, if you believe the Christian uh, 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 version of uh, faith events, how do you think the devil was able to deceive a third of heaven to go against God? Because he was a charismatic Beautiful being He had good characteristics That made him look Like he could possibly know What he was doing Or know what he was talking about The devil never appears To be ugly <laughs> Right It just never not <laughs> Bad things I mean all the things bad, Listen when people get hooked on To say for instance drugs It, 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 it they're not hooked on drugs because drugs turned are bad at first. It's because drugs are good at first. Right? So it's the same thing when Kanye says this whole thing about Hitler having good characteristics now. In the way he says it, it's like he's some sort of hero. No, Hitler was not a hero. But Hitler, he was Hitler was an evil human being. But Hitler did have good characteristics that allowed him to come to go to the top in Germany and literally he had he he had the whole country to, believing in him so much that they did this terrible thing which is the holocaust to human beings and i don't believe those things happened Accident. I don't think Hitler came to power even on his own. As you read the history and what happened in Germany, it was people benefiting off of those situations, even over his rise to power. 
it's a very history is a very powerful thing when you read it and you really understand it. <laughs> Hitler didn't just show he didn't just show up. He showed up in an atmosphere that was not being addressed. And so today, when you have a lot of times, what's going on here, for instance, like I, I understand why Jewish people get scared when they hear people saying, oh, they run Hollywood, because during the time Hitler in Germany, because Germans were having such a hard time and everything like that, and it looked like at a time that um, maybe at, in, in Germany that some Jews were successful, or successful, and then Hitler made this idea of that the Marxists and and the Germans got, I mean, the Hit and Jews got together, and he was able to play on that, uh, has the failings of Germany, because people were hurting. Germany failed to address their people and their pain. It's just like this. If, you, if you're if you taking care of, I love the story they used to tell in the hood about a woman, and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago on the show, where a woman took care of every, she was taking care of all the kids in the neighborhood, but her own two kids went to the penitentiary. <laughs> So this is what kind of happened in Germany. Um, it's it's a terrible thing when a nation fails to take care of its own, and then they start taking care of what other people perceive as other people are people are looking successful. It's not Jews' fault. It's just there was a uh, there was a situation being set up to where people will become angry and find a target because their needs weren't being addressed. It's the same thing even that happened when you think about the, um, was it, uh, the years of, uh, let's see, a little bit Black Wall Street, the story of Black Wall Street when uh, a, a lot of people believe there were people in the town of Oklahoma just really jealous because at the time it was a time where economically most whites and stuff weren't doing well at that time in that in that. That's one of the theories, and that they, they there was some jealousy about this black town thriving while other ones weren't. The only difference is here is because of with black Americans, black Americans weren't implants. Black Americans weren't integrate. You know, inter, black Americans were citizens, <laughs> and black Americans didn't integrate integrate into a, a place. So. Um, when you understand how all these situations get set up among human beings to create evil things and stuff, you'll have a different thought process about history, right? Um, what Kanye, I do not believe that Hitler is to be admired. However, you can learn from it. What Hitler done, what Hitler did, and his and, and the traits that people did find admirable about Hitler, and why uh, that you people have to always pay attention when anybody, right on the right, the left, or anything comes to power, and they're charismatic and they're likable and all these things. You always have to see what's behind them. Before Germans could find out what was behind Hitler, Hitler had the whole country in its way, okay? So it is a very 
I I I put up a link so people that could people could maybe look at that history and find out how he became how he became as powerful as he did and how he was able to uh, bring in an event to pass as horrible as the Holocaust. That did not happen without certain situations being set up for people to buy into him. And at first it appeared like a good thing, just like America. And I used America as an example. America, you know, people, you know, one of the craziest things in the world is America (laughs) going over there to, going over to Germany, you know, with the whole situation. And thankful, thank God that happened because Hitler was about to march all across Europe. But America had its own set of racist, uh, a, a racist regime. It, it had its own uh, racist, racist things happening, and a lot of times people will. Um, it's like LeBron said. It, it it is thought of as light what happened to black uh, black Americans. It's like, oh well, you know, uh, yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, you know, segregation. Desegre- I mean, segregation happening and and being sticked on by dogs and hung in the South for hundreds of years and stuff like that, um, that's no big deal. <laughs> in a country that was claiming to be uh, for the people and by the people, claiming to be a Republican democracy, went over against another dictator at the time who believed in white, Supremacy too. Isn't that the world is a crazy place? When you look at that shit, you be like, wow. But then you see there is always some. I, my personal opinion, powers that are who people who are what I call opportunists in the world, who saw saw great uh, uh, gains into all of these things happening. But I will say this: it, you have to, it, it, you have to. If we look at America, and we say uh, we we have to, and we love our country, we, we love our, the country of America. But you also have to look at its ugliness, its past, its other, its ugly people they had in leadership sometimes that allowed these things to go on. I mean, some of those people can even be compared to Hitler because they allowed black Americans to be mistreated, misused, killed, all kinds of things in the uh, around the United States while they went and sometimes fought for others' freedoms when they didn't even have freedoms at home. And when I tell that story about Jesse Owens about how he won a gold medal for the United States and he wasn't even acknowledged by they said Roosevelt but Hitler said hi uh, Hitler the rumors were that Hitler even sent him a gift the evil hit, evil Hitler and he was evil but that says how much you, the United States was just as almost at that time sometimes just as crazy in terms of Race and the horrible things that happen, and it's no less light what happened to black people 
than the Holocaust. It's 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 the same evil things. Different situations, but in any uh, same lack of humanitarian, uh, 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 humane, or how's the word? Lack of um, being kind and being uh, uh, treating people. Uh, lacking humanitarian values, lacking the United States didn't always have meters. So I know that's probably going to be controversial what I say. Um, take it as such. I'm always open to people uh, disagreeing meet with me and learning from that. Okay, but I believe that there was a time in America's history where they were just as evil. Has has Hitler to Black Americans? Black Americans went through their own Holocaust over three hundred years in America, which includes Jim Crow and segregation, and we still, as a people, are feeling the effects of that. But nobody takes that seriously. I agree with LeBron James. People don't take that. Like now, I don't know what Kanye West is doing. Only reason, one thing, I only reason, way I wanted to talk about Kanye West is because I wanted to say we have to learn how to think critically. It is true. Where I did agree with Kanye West, not in a way that thinking Hitler was admirable, because I don't think there was anything about him admirable, but did he have some admirable traits that people flock to? Yes. You can't do that level of of evil and ascend to those heights without it, without without some good characteristics or what people perceive as good characteristics. To say he didn't do good things, it would be false. That's how he came into power, trying to do good things to help Germans, even though he had an evil agenda behind it. We have to be fair and fair because if we say that, if if we go around and say, well, Hitler is nothing good about Hitler, no. That would be untrue. Hitler did those things. There was nothing good about him in the end. Okay? There was nothing good about him because he used all his good traits to do evil. But he did have some things that he brought to the table that was able to sway a nation, sway groups of people to to believe in his 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 madness. And for people to say, oh, there, there isn't anything, and to ignore and to not examine that thing on the real, it just leaves you vulnerable for another one. Like, just like we can America, uh, examine America with a, uh, with a, with a fair, we can, we, we can uh, and, and some of its leaders, America and some of its leaders who participate. Remember, there were um, Joe Biden spoke at was it Bird's funeral? Who was a Ku Klux Klan member, a segregationist? Even though he apologized for it, now, Hitler never apologized. But I'm saying we sometimes we, we we tend to forgive our own leaders for participating in ugliness, and we don't examine them who have some of the same. Traits and ugly and ugliness of what could have been the beginnings of Adolf Hitler. 
So if you don't see, understand that about Hitler, you won't understand when the next evil dictator comes past because you won't see. You'll be talking about there's nothing good, and when most most evil dictators don't don't show up as evil. Okay. So I'm going to say that it is what it is. If you guys disagree with me, you know how y'all do. Y'all write me on the Carlisle Chatwood Facebook page and do what y'all be writing, me, messaging me and DMing me. Feel free to do so, okay? Um, also, I want to talk about uh, Biden this week. Let me get that up. Okay. Uh... And, and listen, you know, there are some people – in the United States, um, who even there are a lot of Jewish people who have who got behind black causes and helped black causes and stuff like that uh, for good. Some not some people not so good. Some people were operating not in Judaism but in white supremacy because if you're white and a Jew, you could you could operate in both in America. So there were some times where I don't consider uh, it to be Judaism. I consider it to be white supremacy. And some people were acting within their whiteness and watched watch different horrific things in, in black America happen and sometimes even participated in them. And were of, uh, of of different descents. I mean, there were some black people even participated in doing bad things to other uh, black people uh, during, uh, you know, like Malcolm said, you had the house in the field, nigga. Okay, you had the house nigga who participated sometimes in white supremacy too. But you also had some people, uh, even some Jews, participating in horrible things with black black people on in for the cause of white supremacy. Not all, but some. Even Native Americans own slaves. Okay? So, I mean, you know, this, I, <laughs> we have to be able to see history clearly, okay, and understand how humans can really be capable of ugly things. Okay? Um, let me see. Uh, let's go into. Uh, and I say this a lot. If throughout history too, you will see a lot of these powers that be. They will use. I believe they even did that with the Holocaust. After the Holocaust, I believe there are some powers that be who use um, anti-Semitism. To cover uh, their, uh, to cover uh, sometimes white supremacy. You see the same thing with black, white, black. Uh, sometimes liberals using black wokeness, which is very legitimate. Anti-Semitism is very legitimate too. But you will see them using black wokeness to try to push other agendas that have nothing to do with uh, the black thought or. Uh, anti-Semitism, they have nothing to do with them, but they're hiding and cloaking themselves in them, and what they do is create an atmosphere of hate, even for for uh, for black America, for uh, Jews and everything, because people sometimes are creating other agendas. They're using 
things that humans find horrific, like anti being anti-Semitic or being racist and stuff like that, and they're pushing their own little sneaky agendas behind it, having nothing to do with race. You see that so much today, especially among black celebrity, black talk, all these blue checks and stuff. A lot of times, literally, some of the stuff they say is crazy and wrong, but they'll be defending race. But it, behind it, it'll be other things, other agendas attached on to racism. So that's why I say even as black people, we have to be very careful. Same thing with Jews. Jews have to be very careful because there are people who have attached so much stuff to anti-Semitism that shouldn't be there. Same thing with, uh, with black, uh, black woke culture. So many people have attached so many things to being black and woke that have nothing to do with being black and woke and racism. But they'll cause darts to come to us as a people, like Jews as a people, black people as a people. They'll cause those darts to come to us. And meanwhile, they be hiding way in the back. And we're not, we not understanding why are people angry with us? Because they've attached all kind of other things to uh, being black in America. Say, for instance, uh, like the Democrats sometimes, uh, they'll throw racism in, and then they'll say, They'll talk about illegal immigration. Well, it'll look like that's one topic, black racism and illegal immigration. No, that is not a, a same topic. And people who, if they're hurting and their families don't have no money and stuff like that, will see, oh, well, black agenda, black uh, to uh, 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 uh Black racism, they'll see the black racism discussion coupled up with immigration because these certain people will say, well, hey, if you don't accept illegal immigration, you're a racist. No, that's not racist. That's not the same thing that black people went through in the United States. Having laws about immigration is not the, is not racism, and you'll have a lot of black thought leaders who are in the know and with the blue checks agreeing with it and everything, and they don't understand these powers that be are attaching other things to legitimate concerns. Same thing that happened with Jews. That's why Jews get concerned even in Germany, attaching legitimate uh, 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 the legitimate concerns of black people being attached to uh, crazy, other crazy things, and so when you will see the talk about black racism, it'll be all these other things behind it. Uh, 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 it'll, it'll suddenly be uh, transgender restrooms and all these other things that have nothing to do with black people and race issues in America. And the same thing happens with Jewish people for anti-Semitism. It'll be these powers that be will attach all these other things, and it'll make black people and Jews a target. When we'd be sitting there going, "What the hell?" Because people have attached these powers that be have are hiding behind with controlled thoughts and controlled issues and stuff are hiding behind our legitimate concerns and attaching other things to. Uh, uh, race problems that are not that have nothing to do with race, and it'll make people who are hurting in hard economic times and everything try to find a target. It's crazy. I hope y'all get what I'm saying. 
Okay, it's very it's a it's it's kind of deep, but it, it's just facts. Okay, um, Elon Musk Neuralink wants people to control computers with their minds. How close are they? This is correct. This is on USA Today. It says Elon Musk has plenty of ambitious plans for the world: trips to Mars via SpaceX and everything app through Twitter, brain implants that can transmit human thoughts via Neuralink. And we've talked about this on here uh, before. The last goal, according to Musk, is one step closer to fruition. Co-founded by Musk in 2016, Neuralink plans to implant devices in human brains that would allow people with neurological disorders to control computers or robotic limbs with their minds. Musk has said he also wants to achieve a sort of symbiosis with artificial intelligence and possibly enable telepathic communication with the device. Must says human trials are expected to begin in 2023, pending regulatory approval, but the company has pushed back to the start date before. Here's what we know about the company's brain implant technology and its ambitions. Neuralink Brain Computer Interface, or BCI, would allow people to control a computer or mobile device wirelessly just by thinking about it. That's kind of scary because we're allowing... Uh, we're allowing something to to read our thoughts, and to me that's scary. See, Elon, as much as I, uh, I I like the idea of freedom of speech on Twitter and things like that, with Elon Musk comes his own agenda, okay? And it's interesting that he's bought Twitter where thoughts roam freely. Uh-uh, according to company website, the technology, well, not always freely, but thoughts roam. The technology is primarily focused on serving people with paralysis and other neurological disorders, although Neuralink eventually wants to roll out a product with non-medical applications. Now, remember, it's just like I was just talking about with race. They will always attach something good to it so they can sell it across. The technology is primarily focused on serving people with paralysis and other neurological disorders. Sounds like a good thing, right? Oh, but here comes the trick. Although Neuralink eventually wants to roll out a product with non-medical appliances. Neuralink has yet to be to gain approval from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration to implant its technology into humans, but Musk says he expects approval in the near future. The company has submitted most of the required paperwork to the FDA, the billionaire says during a Wednesday show-and-tell event. Uh, we think probably in about six months we should be able to have our first Neuralink in a human, Must said, adding that he eventually plans to get an implant himself. Y'all thought Christians was crazy when they told y'all about 666. No, I told y'all. We didn't already talk about it. We didn't already talk about it in Good Morning America. The people got the hand implants already. There is, it was on Good Morning America. This was not a conspiracy theorist. Good Morning America actually had a show where they they focused on a company in Wisconsin, I believe, who were already getting chips implanted into their palm where they can buy, you know, where they go to the vending machine, wave their hands on the vending machine, they snicker come out, they charge their bank account, or they wave their hands over something to get inside of the plant, not your ID but your hands. And people laughed at Christians in the 70s and 60s for saying that one day you would have an implant. <laughs> It looks like it's coming to pass <laughs> And Elon Musk is taking it to a whole another level 
But months in the company had made incorrect predictions before executives in 2019 were aiming to start human clinical trials in 2020. April Musk said the company was on track to begin uh, by the end of 2022. Neuralink plans to have surgical robot insert a device into areas of the brain that control movement. The device would then process and transmit neural signals and allow user, uh, the user to control their keyboard and mouse with their thoughts. Neuralink's website says it aims to build a system that is safe, fully implanted, and cosmetically invisible. Uh, I just don't think that's a good thing. But, hey, this is the way of the world. This is the way the world is going. Okay. Um, let's see this. Um Okay, there is an interesting article about, according to NASA, something weird is happening in our inner universe. Uh, working on figuring out what exactly is happening, why. Recognize challenge. Okay, I'm going to probably save that for the next show because I need to read a little bit more on that, but it sounds really interesting. Uh, I may put it up on the Colada Chatwood Facebook page. Uh, no, we can talk about it. Maybe we can talk about it right now. Let's read it. It's my first time reading it. Uh, it says, um, NASA says, and this is according to, the other one was according to MSN.com too, uh, for Elon Musk. It says, NASA says that something strange is happening with our universe. The information was shared by scientists studying data collected from Hubble Space uh, Telescope. Um, this is from higher perspectives. It says, scientists aren't sure what exactly is happening. All they know is that something strange is taking place. They explained in their press release the cause of the discrepancy remains a mystery. Uh, but Hubble data encompassing a variety of cosmic objects that serve as a distant marker support the idea that something weird is going on. I think I've read this before about dark matter. Moving into dark energy has to do with how quickly the universe is expanding. While expansion was expected, it's advancing at a much quicker pace than predicted. Okay, I'm going to say that because I want to read up on this. I read some of it. I may put the article up on the Carlisle Chatwood page, and we'll, let me read it a little bit more, and we'll talk about it, you know, maybe. I want to read that a little bit more before I talk to you all about this one, okay? Um, Obama this week mocks Herschel Walker for claiming that he let the former president win at basketball for admitting the two men have never met. This would be funny if he were not running for U.S. Senate. Barack Obama called out GOP Senate uh, candidate Herschel Walker for lying about meeting him. Walker claimed on multiple occasions to have let Obama win at a basketball game. He said, "Now listen, this would be funny if it weren't if he weren't running for Senate." Okay. Um. On at least three occasions, 2017-2020, Walker claimed to have uh, played basketball with Obama, adding that he let him win. But on Fox News radio show, the GOP candidate said he never actually met the former president. Now, uh, now listen, that would be funny if it weren't if he weren't running for Senate. Obama continued on Thursday, when again and again you served up ball faced lies. That says something about the kind of person you are and the kind of leader you would be if elected to the United States Senate. Obama added, uh, "He would be just like the rest of y'all. Politicians are." Most of them, and I feel like all of them you should look at as liars. 
until you put pressure on them. Most politicians, okay, they are ran by whatever their constituents and money is leading them to be, okay, and the people pressure them to. Obama talking about what kind of leader he'd be, just like y'all, just like you. <laughs> well, Obama, with it. You know, so listen to Obama talking about this. See, we got it up. Obama is the worst. Obama is, he was our worst mistake. I say what I say. Emperor Obama is the worst mistake black folks ever did. He, he's never done, he never did anything for black people. And the worst thing about Obama is that he, when he comes to address black people, that, that oh, well, you know, that acts, oh, he's just terrible. I just, I, I don't know. But what would he be, Barack, what you guys are? He'd be perfect. <laughs> When again and again you serve up bald-faced lies, that says something about the kind of person you are and the kind of leader you would be if elected to the United States Senate. Oh, my God, he'd be ready for president. <laughs> These politicians are hilarious. Oh, my God, all of them. He'd be, he, what would he be if he, if he by telling lies, he, he fits in with all of y'all? <laughs> You should have saved this with Barack. You should have stood out for this one, okay? Um, let's see. And there's another. What did we talk about Biden? I don't think I talked about Biden And uh, before I get into. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. And I forgot to talk about Kanye West dropping a bomb that Chris Powell allegedly, he called Chris Powell with uh Kim Kardashian, child, I don't know if that's true, but look, that's yeah, that was his last bomb before he got banned from Twitter tonight for 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 doing something so stupid, for putting out a swastika. What what is wrong? What is wrong? I don't I don't know where this is going. <laughs> you know, I I don't defend foolishness, but I do talk about Conversations that I find interesting, okay, and this is putting up this stupid. I mean, he, I don't know what's going. I feel like he's going through a manic, a mania moment, and that, that he's something's wrong, okay. But um, let's see, where am I at? Are we JoJo? Where is that? But it's interesting that he talked about. Chris Paul today. That was pretty like what? Oh my God! I mean tonight. All right. So we'll we'll see where that controversy lands. Okay. But it says Biden says he's willing to talk to Putin. This is according to DailyMail.com. But won't do it alone. President w- wants backing from NATO allies before he opens communications and insists there's no way Russia can win in the Ukraine. Now it's interesting. How cannot Russia win in the Ukraine? Russia, who has nukes, I'm not quite understanding what's going on there. I, I mean, it, it, uh, um, not that I, I, I want anybody to use nukes, 
But here's the thing. Who's been helping the Ukraine? Have the United States been running like a little semi-war where we're like funding Ukrainians and it's crazy. But it says, uh, this is President Joe Biden on Thursday said he was open to meeting with Russian President Vladimir Putin but put several caveats on, on such a sit-down. Biden says the meeting would have to be with NATO allies and that Putin needs to be ready to talk about how to end the invasion of the Ukraine. The president speaking at a joint news conference at the White House with French President Emmanuel Macron said he would choose his words carefully when he was asked about meeting with the Russian president. I have no immediate plans to contact Mr. Putin. Mr. Putin is, I'm going to choose my words very carefully, he said, pausing before he continued. I'm prepared if he's willing to talk to find out what he's willing to do. I'm prepared to speak with Mr. Putin. In fact, there's an interest in him deciding he's looking for a way to end the war. He hasn't done that yet. If that's the case with my NATO friends, I'll be happy to sit down with Putin to see what he wants, what he has in mind. He hasn't done that yet, he noted. Biden said he, the only way to end the war in the Ukraine was for Putin to withdraw his forces. The idea that Putin is ever going to defeat the Ukraine is beyond comprehension, the president added. In their state visit on Thursday, Biden and Macron both reiterated their strong support for Ukraine, uh, which is interesting because um, Ukraine <laughs> is a very interesting place on the world stage. Uh, it's one situation I'm not sure from America. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> should be involved in, but uh, wow. Um, let me just see this. The Ukraine has has had some racist moments. Uh, it's interesting that America uh Is back in the Ukraine But it says Here's an article from the Independent uh, Back in March It says Ukraine government addresses racism Faced by black people fleeing Russian attacks Okay Uh, The Ukraine uh, has acknowledged the racist uh, Let's see the Ukraine has acknowledged the racist abuse that black people have been subjected to while fleeing, while trying to flee from Russian attacks in their country. Scores of African and Asian refugees in Ukraine have told of being blocked at border points as they attempt to make crossings to safety. Speaking to the Independent on Sunday, Osumerman, the father of three, said he and his family members and other refuge, refugees were told to disembark a, a bus about to cross the border on Saturday and told no blacks. Despite challenging the driver and military officers' orders, they were ejected from the vehicle. In all my years as an activist, I've never seen anything like this, he said. When I look into the eyes of those turning us away, I see bloodshot racism. They want to save themselves, and they are losing their humanity in the process. I cannot imagine a scenario where white Ukrainians would ever be denied asylum. So how are they treating us has unwarranted how they're treating us is unwarranted. It's basis. We are all escaping. So let's push the common thread. Uh, Dimitro Krubia, the country's foreign minister, addressed the scourge of discrimination in a statement posted on Twitter on Tuesday. Russia's invasion of the Ukraine has affected Ukrainians and non-citizens in many devastating ways, he said. 
Africans uh, seeking to seeking evacuation are our friends and need to have equal opportunities to return to their home country safely. Uh, <laughs> Ukraine government spares no efforts to solve the problem. Be, and you know, here's the thing. You know, uh, this is what the United States was at some point. So they're, they're supporting the Ukraine. This <laughs> is crazy. We live in a crazy world. <laughs> it's a crazy world. Okay, this is a joke. I have sent billions of dollars. Meanwhile, billions of dollars to support a war that I feel like you shouldn't even be involved in. But billions of dollars, meanwhile, Houston just got some decent water. Jackson is struggling with the water. All kinds of things, and you're sending billions when you can't even fix water situations here in America? Crazy. And y'all crazy for putting any form of Democrats back into the, uh, back into, uh, the House and the Senate. That's crazy. Same thing with Republicans, too. Too bad you don't got a third party to vote for but I would pu- I would have punished the Democrats should have been punished for sure. Crazy, just the craziest thing ever. Wow! Now listen to this. Biden recommends South Carolina go first in Democratic primary process, replacing Al. Ooh, that shit's not gonna go over well. Oh, Watch President Joe Biden is recommending a massive overhaul of the presidential nominating calendar. Oh, hmm. Calling for South Carolina to replace Al in the lead opposition and evaluate Michigan and Georgia into the mix. Places that he won questionably. Biden has proposed that South Carolina, New Hampshire, Nevada, Georgia, and Michigan make up early voting windows. <laughs> Scott Ritter, a member of Democratic National Committee Rules and Bylaws Committee from the hour, from hour, confirmed the proposed changes Thursday. The commit, committee met privately in Washington before committee leaders are expected to brief DNC members at public meetings Friday. Our party should no longer allow caucuses as part of our nominating process. Ooh. Oh, this shit's getting interesting. Biden said in a later date, a letter dated December 1st to the committee, we must ensure that voters of colors, okay, uh-oh, here we go, here we go, attaching black situations to things that have nothing to do with us. Oh, they use our voting, our problems of voting, but they really don't want to help them, us. They want to engorge themselves. We must ensure that voters of color have a voice in choosing our nominee much earlier in the process and throughout the entire early window. So, oh, we're trying to give a people of color, black people, a chance to, to pick. That's not what you're trying to do. What you're trying to do is win with a base that you know constantly puts you up. I don't know what black people are on. Constantly run up there and put you in power who do nothing for you. Democrats do nothing for you. Constantly putting putting you in power. You don't care about them. You don't care. But you see a way has a way for Democrats to make it to the White House. It has nothing to do with really caring about race and black people's voting rights. They attach this bullshit to us. 
so that when people get angry, they see us as a problem. But the problem really is the powers that be behind it. It has nothing to do with voting rights for, for black people, even though that's a very legitimate situation, uh, making sure that black people always have fair voting rights. But that's not a problem. There's not a problem with Iowa going first and South Carolina. There's no fucking problem. People going to vote how they go. It's been like that for years. No, but they up to something else. <laughs> Says this move would displace Owl from its long-held position at the front of the line and evaluate new voices into the early voting window, a decision that, if approved, would open un- would upend 50 years of political precedent and remake the way America picks its presidents. South Carolina, although not a battleground state in general elections, holds a special place politically for Biden, having given him a crucial victory in 2020. Democratic primary after he lost the primaries in caucus in Iowa, New Hampshire, and Nevada. Above all, it was Biden's strong support among black voters that carried him heavily uh, African-American South Carolina and propelled him to rent subsequent, subsequent, subsequent states. For decades, for decades, black voters in particular have been the backbone for the Democratic Party, but have been pushed to the back of the early primary process, Biden said in the letter. Now listen to this shit. After they realize that Latinos don't fuck with them like that, black people, we need you even though we don't do shit for you. Even though we keep putting you up behind everybody else. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, we'll pretend to want you to go. You to be the start of the thing. No, fuck that. We should be saying fuck that. No, let our go first. This is see, this is attaching something that has nothing to do with us, but making it like it's about us. Uh, for, uh, but it's really about him. We we rely on these voters in elections and have not recognized their importance in our nominating calendar. It's time to stop these uh, taking these voters for granted and time to give them a louder and earlier voice in the process. The DNC's Rules and Bylaws Committee, which meets uh, through Saturday in Washington, D.C., still needs to approve the proposal before it can head to a note of the full DNC uh, uh, next year. These are only recommendations, and and we will continue to fight for our place in the nominating process, Brennan said. Democrats in New Hampshire, which has a state law mandating its hold in the nation's first primary election, vowed their state will vote first, regardless of what the DNC decides. The DNC did not give New Hampshire the first in the nation primary, and it's not theirs to take away. New Hampshire Democratic Party uh, Chair Ray Buckley said, this news is obviously disappointing, but we will hold our primary first. We have survived past attempts over decades, and we will survive this. Listen, this is a trick. Whatever the Democrats are doing is some sort of trick they got going. They hadn't cared about Iowa for years. You ain't cared about black voices being first for years. Suddenly you care? This is what I talk about, taking a real issue and black, and it will be a lot of black blue checks running up behind it because they're Democratic operatives and misleading black people into hideous situations. This is to create an energy among race, fighting, all kinds of things. It, now, wait a minute. That doesn't mean that voting voting rights for black Americans isn't a legitimate thing. 
black Americans, our history, it is a legitimate thing, okay? However, attaching Biden shit to us is making it look cra- making us look crazy. It, it's them attaching other shit to legitimate concerns. And we as black people, we got to be careful of this because the Democrats is doing this shit a lot. And then ends up putting black people, just like critical race theory. Critical race theory started off as about, oh, we're going to talk about black people, but it's a whole lot of other shit attached to critical race theory. But you make black people the enemy to to people all around the United States because they seeing you, you're not just talking about race, you're not talking about what happened in America, but you're starting to attach a bunch of other shit to critical race theory. Yeah, always be always other agendas up in there and up in these streets. I'm telling y'all, it always they are doing this constantly. All right, and they use a lot of uh, black blue checks and celebrity to get this pull this shit over to. When I come back, we're going to take a break, but when I come back, I'm going to go into Nia Longchild because we got to talk about Miss Nia. Uh, Miss Nia was quick to get upset about, uh, you know, uh, the Boston Celtic organization uh, not letting her know, uh, uh, you know, not, come, you know, caring about what happened to her and her family and how this whole thing uh, went public. But, you know, listen. I want to talk about Nia for a second because Nia, that's not, Boston Celtics did what they did. I want to explain to talk about Nia Long how that's your man's fault, okay? So we're going to talk about that a little bit when I get back. Meanwhile, we're going to listen to some music. Let's go into, uh, let's see, what do we got here? What do I have up? Okay, that's a, a little bit old school. I just want to stop Gina, uh, Gino Vanelli. We'll be back in a second, okay? It's the CC Show. I'm up late, y'all. It's a crazy show, I know. But we're going to get to everything. All right, be back in a moment. Memories 
government, politics, celebrity entertainment, music news. Tune into the Carlotta Chatwood Show right here on Block Talk Radio. What's up, y'all? It's the CC Show. I am back with a late night freestyle, y'all. Listen, you know, listen, it's crazy, okay? I have to address some stuff. We talked about Kanye West. If you missed the first few hours, I talked about Kanye West, Kanye West, a whole lot of stuff. You guys have to catch it on the archive show. I do want to read this article before I go into celebrity news, more celebrity news and stuff. We already dressed Kanye. But this is an interesting article. It says, the era of cheap money is over. How debt is hitting home for consumers has interest rates soared. Uh, this is according to uh, NBC News. It says Americans are racking up credit card debt at a pace not even seen in decades as inflation continues to pervade the U.S. economy. In the most recent quarter, Americans' overall credit card balance increased by 15%, the largest year-one-year year increase measured by the New York Federal Reserve in more than 20 years. And aggregate balance in in aggregate balances are now nearing one trillion on a nominal basis for the first time ever. And while analysis say um, many U.S. consumers remain in good financial shape, thanks mostly to low unemployment environment, the debt situation is growing dire. As the Federal Reserve has continued to lift interest rates to counter sky inflation, credit card rates have climbed to the highest levels ever measured. According to bankrate.com, the average annual percentage rate for credit cards now stands at 19.2%, the highest level since the group began measuring the data in 1985. Uh, it says... Um, Uh, bank rate data shows that someone with a current average credit card balance of $5,474 making minimum payments on a card with 19.2% interest means it would take 16 years to pay off. At that point, they would have shelled out $7,635 in interest alone, which is pretty staggering, said Ted Ross in bank rate senior industry analysis. Yet even as they are paying more to finance their debt, many Americans are still managing to keep their heads above water. Okay, this is a very interesting uh, uh, article uh, in NBC, NBC News, the era of cheap money is over. How debt is hitting home for consumers has interest rate stores this year. So all of us may take a look at using our credit cards, paying down credit card debt, all kind of stuff, because they ain't playing out these high-ass inflation streets. And y'all just put the craziness back in off, uh, a lot of office. Y'all didn't punish them whatsoever. So it's going to be interesting the next couple of years. Okay. All right. Uh, going into uh, me along. Child, is this about to be some Scorpio, Scorpio violence right here? It's not violence. Scorpio, Scorpio, uh, I don't know. Child, but it says Nia Long slams boss. This is according to People Magazine. Slams Boston Celtics says no one has called to see if I'm okay after after any a Udaka scandal. Okay, I don't know if I say his name right, but it says I think the most heartbreaking thing about all of this was seeing my son's face when the Boston Celtics organization decided to make a very private situation public. Said Long. Nia Long is still upset by the way the Boston Celtics organization handled the fallout of her fiancé, Ime Ujaka's suspension and affair. In a new interview with The Hollywood Reporter, Long 52 said that the Celtics have not reached out to her privately amid the scandal, which broke in September. Ujaka allegedly had an affair with a female subordinate within the Celtics organization. 
The Fatal Affair actress said it's a very disappointing that the NBA organization seemingly turned the cold shoulder to her and her son. If you are in the business of protecting women, I'm sorry, no one from the selfish organization, organization has even called to see if I'm okay. To see if my children are okay, she would be able. The Boston Celtics did not immediately respond to people's requests for comments. Lonnie Udoka, 35, shared a son together, kids, Sunday Udoka, who was born in 2011. Long has another 21-year-old son, Massey Dorsey, the second from a previous relationship with another actor, Massey Dorsey. The mother of two said, I think the most heartbreaking thing about all of this was seeing my son's face when the Boston Celtics organization to make a, decided to make a very private situation public. According to THR, Long took her son out of school when Udaka alleged, Udaka's alleged affair became public. I was devastated. It was devastating and still is, said Long, who revealed that her son still has moments and it's not easy for him to navigate his family's private turmoil being discussed. Long kept the status of her relationship with Udaka private, but confirmed to Hollywood Reporter that she and her sons are moving back to Los Angeles from Boston. In September, just weeks before the start of the NBA season, the Boston Celtics issued a statement on Udaka's immediate suspicion from the team. At the time, they said Udaka had violated team's policies and noted his future with the teams will be evaluated. Shortly before the statement went live, ESPN reported that Udaka had a role in an intimate relationship with a female member of the uh, franchise's staff. Um, Udaka later gave a statement to ESPN, Malika Andrews. Uh, he said, I want to apologize to our players, fans, the entire Celtics organization, and my family for letting them down. He said, I'm sorry for uh, putting the team in this difficult situation. I accept the team's decision. Um, Listen, oh God. October Scorpio, can I just say some of y'all different? I was almost on October Scorpio. I missed about two minutes. But listen, October Scorpio, y'all some y'all not all of y'all, but some of y'all didn't. Okay. Uh <laughs> Nia, first off, let me just say the Celtics and now the rumors out here, let's just address the rumors why how the rumors, I don't know if it's true. That the reason why this came out, because allegedly this person was married to a senior staffer, allegedly, the person that the doctor was messing around with. So he, at first he was fucking messy, okay? And she was the only one allegedly married. And allegedly, you know, somebody got too thirsty for her and was coming to her, and she had to tell, allegedly, the alleged story. I don't know if this is a real story, but they, the story does just the word on the street is that he, he, he didn't want to let go, and she had to, you know, kind of tell the, whatever situation was going on to her side, and it led to the suspension and all this stuff because, you know, he got allegedly was really in love, like he wouldn't, it wasn't just a roll in the hay for him, okay, or an affair for him. First of all, I'm going to say this. To the Boston Celtics, Nia Udaka is single. I said what the fuck I said. Udaka to the Boston Celtics, Udaka, whatever his name is, he's single, Nia. You a long-time fiancé. That don't give you no wife status. They don't give you no paper. They ain't got no paperwork on you, doctor. Shit. Only one who has some paperwork was the little chick he was messing with. You, they ain't got to say shit to you. 
They ain't got to call you up and say, how you doing? You okay? They ain't got to say shit to you. You ain't got no paper. You ain't married to that man. You had a child with him. That's on, that's on you that you was out here in these streets doing what some people consider white duties. But you ain't worked. Oh, that paper means something. Don't think, don't play no game. That's why I ain't call you, girl. Ma'am, you're not married. And it ain't their responsibility, Mia, to protect your ass. Okay? It was your man's responsibility to not be messy out in these streets. You know what I think? This is Carlotta 101, okay? Because, you know, I'm a Scorpio, too. You know what I think. This is Carlotta's theory. No shade to me. Well, maybe a little, but no. I think Nia knew, knew what the fuck was going on and just was mad that everybody done found out. Nia didn't say, damn, it was, I was hurt, man, you know. We've been together so long. She didn't talk about the relationship. She talked about they didn't care about my son. They didn't care about how it looked. They didn't care about this very private situation becoming public. She just, she didn't care. She, she, in my opinion, this sounds like a woman who knew what the fuck was going on, knew that he was fucking, fucking around, okay? Maybe I'm wrong on this, Mia, but it sounds like you did because the only person, you ain't upset with his ass. See, my ass would be on there and I'm you know what, that shit that, you know, he he embarrassed me. He didn't think, you know, the shit was sloppy. He didn't, he didn't respect me, blah, blah, blah. No, she's going after the Boston Celtics for exposing it and protecting their fucking brain. Mia, they owe you nothing, sis. Not a damn thing. You know who owes you something? Who box? Your man. He the one you should be talking about. He really embarrassed his family. But she ain't saying shit about him. You know why? Because she knows that mofo. She knows him. She knows what he was capable of. She ain't blaming him for shit. She's upset she done, the shit done got found out. That's what it sounds like to me. The son done found out the shit that goes on in the relationship. Now I got to explain to my son why he's out here fucking out with he can't be discreet with his shit. That's what she upset about. And to blame it on the Boston Celtics for blowing up your shit's crazy. That's just Carlotta's theory. I'm not seeing this fact. I'm just seeing Carlotta's theory on this because of the way she sounded in the interview. I need to probably read the whole interview. Is there more where she says so she pits on him? Because y'all only showing this quote. But it's sus. It's not his. It's not his. It's not the Boston Celtics' responsibility to protect you. That's the Hollywood shit. She used to. She didn't got Hollywood, ain't she? She like the way they didn't call me up. Nah, they ain't gonna call you up. Shit. Why? Who? Who are you, Mia? Who are you? I'm his long time girlfriend. So the fuck? You know what I mean? Long term girlfriends is running around there to play. Fuck you. They ain't got to call you group. All this is, Mia, you did not set the situation up. You set this whole situation up. Be mad at yourself. Be mad at uh, Udaka. But you can't be mad at Boston Celtics for doing what they're doing 
and protecting their brand and protecting their shit. If he was his wife, I might say, yeah, they should have gave you a call. But you ain't his wife. Okay? As far as they, the, the organization is concerned, oh, yes, we know he has a long-time girlfriend who's a celebrity, but basically she's a girlfriend. She's a single guy. We have to address the situation that because something inappropriate happened in that situation, and we have to address that. Has you know, from uh, from an organization point of view, because we don't want to get you know in trouble, uh, sexual harassment, shit, or other things. That's other implications. This can be. We have to uh, protect our brain. And you know what, Nia? Your man should have been protecting your brain. Nia's upset because the world now knows. That that's what she ain't telling about the status of the relationship. That's describing your shit. But she ain't telling about the status of the relationship. The status of the relationship, they still get involved. Shit. We're moving back from Boston to L.A., if that tells you anything. No, that don't. Because you know why? She probably okay with all the shit that went on. She's just mad that it got found out for Balagal. And I know, because I'm a Scorpio, I'd be pissed like, damn, now I got to explain to people why I'm with you and you still out here running the streets. I got to show the world that we in an open, open shit. But she tried to do old tricks. She tried to put it the blame on Boston. We know Boston's about Be mad at I think he helped your brand to be personally. I mean, I mean not not purposely, but this publicity. A lot of people came to your defense and was worried about you. They put they had the your name in their mouth. I mean, shoot, it's probably hopefully it's producing some roles out in these streets and stuff like that. You can turn what what was for bad for good. But technically, the Celtics don't owe you shit, Nia. Stop the foolishness. Wait, be mad at. You mean? He's the one that did it. He he has a commitment to you. He he knew he knew he was he not married. He was he'd been long time dating a famous actress, and he had a child with her. But you know why Udaka didn't feel the need to protect your friend? Because he see himself as single too. Said what I said. No, I hear one protecting. You probably don't care much. Is he telling you about your role? Even though they say she the one didn't want to get married, well, he probably accepted that you didn't want to get married, and he put he placed you in the girlfriend position. What's she mad about? Now, no, is it, is it wrong? You know, listen, yes, it's still bad. However, you're not married to him. She sounds ridiculous, okay? That's all I feel needed me alone. Ridiculous. And that's what I say. Well, being his partner, she's been with him a long time. The organization should have known better. No, they shouldn't. Yes, no, 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 no paperwork there. 
You you don't you don't get wife status because you've been a long time girlfriend. Sometimes there's uh what's it what's the thing? Common law marriages, but even those ain't the same. Oh no, it's something to be having the paperwork. Okay, what y'all say? Okay. They treated Mia in the right way, in the way they should. It's up to her and Udaka to explain to their son that, that shit. It's up to their her dad. It's up to him, not Boston Celtics. Her her blame is misplaced. And that tells me because her blame sounds like it's misplaced, it sounds like to me that the problem wasn't him cheating. The problem was is that you guys found out that not that he's cheating, that we got open shit. That's okay. I ain't that. Just say, you could have came out and said, you know what, we have an open relationship. Not big deal. I just would say we would have handled it better. If I do have a son, and I didn't want him to find out that way. But, you know, she had. Not, no, she didn't do that. She started. Nothing. They didn't even call me to see if I'm okay. It was devastating. What was devastating, Mia? I mean, I don't hear no responsibility for you, doctor. Like, damn, it, it's all on Boston for exposing the shit. I just don't get it. I'm sorry. I don't see what she mad about. I don't see what she mad at him. I just don't. We ready to talk about TJ yet? Lord, T.J. Honk. Speaking since we can go from Udaka to T.J., who actually is out in the streets in the <laughs> Oh, brother, I'll be smacking y'all here when I be eating late at night. Y'all gotta, don't get mad at me. Okay. The T. Mary G. I came out this week. Mary, the morning American host, co-host T.J. Holmes and Amy Roback allegedly had months-long affairs. Oh, Jesus. According to page6.com, uh, Mary Good Morning America co-anchors T.J. Holmes and Amy, Amy Roback left their partners after an alleged month-long affair, page 6 of confirmed. A first claim to page 6, their romance began in March around the same time they were training together for New York City half marathon. The pair who reportedly left their spouses in August, damn, Responded to noodling in bars near ABC News back in May, a source claimed. According to one staffer, the couple had gone to an ex- extreme length to hide their fear. Bitch, y'all shouldn't have been hiding y'all fear. If you sitting up there at uh, canoodling at bars, one of my listeners was saying they, they, they was canoodling in places that was open. Out in put- they was out there loud with it. How messy. They was out there loud. They, they was trying to get rid of their people. They, it sounded like to me they didn't go through, through hard things uh, <laughs> trying to hide it. <laughs> but according to one staffer, the couple was going to extremely to hide their affair. They have a very cozy relationship on air, but that's what is expected. But they were very careful behind the scenes to keep the affair secret. Not too careful. And producers at Good Morning America are shocked to hear they are having an affair. Reps for Holmes and Roback did not immediately return page six requests for comments. 
Meanwhile, new photos obtained by the Daily Mail, which broke the story, shows Robert Holmes recently cozying up to each other. At one point, even holding hands during various outings in upstate New York and around the city. Bitch, how you trying to be discreet? Holding hands. First of all, y'all both on air personalities, and y'all running around New York holding hands. <laughs> They weren't trying to hide nothing. <laughs> oh, they weren't trying to hide nothing. Stop it. Oh. Two weeks before Thanksgiving, Good Morning America, a three co-anchors went on a, get- a getaway to remote cottage where Holmes was seen grabbing Robot's butt as she leaned into the trunk of a car per the photo. Insiders also told the Daily Mail the ABC, ABC staff was buzzing about the intimacy between them while they were in England in June for the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. So they weren't trying to hide their shit, okay? Messy has fuck. Okay, Roadblock 49 has restricted comments on her Instagram. Has eagle-eyed fans noticed she not only ditched her wedding band, but also stopped posting photos of her husband, Andrew Shu. Meanwhile, Holmes' Instagram appears to be have been deactivated. <sighs> Robach and Holmes, 45, have been close friends for years and have even gone on, gone on double dates with their now seemingly formal significant others. Jesus. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If y'all going to cheat out here, don't go on no double dates with y'all people. I don't understand people. People, wow. <laughs> you going to go on double dates with your other person? Oh, no, no, no. <sighs> At least they didn't have to, they done went ahead and left their spouses. Listen, I'm going to just say this about this situation. I am not, I understand that shit happens in courses of leadership, okay? I talked about this with Jada and Will, and it be shit going on that motherfuckers don't know. People be, um, people, sometimes relationships, they work out. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes people cheat because they just roof roofed out here. Sometimes people cheat because they admit, they think they done met a soulmate or a twin. Listen, all kinds of shit happen. And I, listen, cheating is bad. But it does happen. And it happens for various reasons. And humans are human. I think these motherfuckers weren't trying to hide a damn thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, they said Amy had just went through breast cancer. Her husband went through with it, with her with it. Um, I don't know where people are at. You know, after people go through something so traumatic as breast cancer, it changes people. It changes their relationships, even to people who stick by them, who love on them, who care for them. And I don't know exactly what was going on in there. I don't know if their spouses was okay with the shit. You know what I'm saying? The spouses may be like, shit, well, you know, hey, it was we. I mean, the shit was going on. It is what the fuck it is, okay? He's going on. and I'm, This is TJ, though, sir. This, I'm going to just say this, okay? For, I think this is TJ's. Would this be TJ's? This is TJ's second marriage? 
Yeah, because he was married to that one girl. He got the two kids by the Republican girl. I forget her name. She's a real cute girl. He was married to first. He got a new kid. He he divorced her. They were divorced in 2007. And then he got remarried. He married again in 2010 to this other lady, and they have a child. TJ, yes, you might be a little careful, Amy, with TJ. TJ seems like he might be a little, I don't know, shaky. This is because you won't be his third time around being if he decides to marry you, okay? I'm just saying. And our first wife, let me just say this, okay? I just looked at the first wife the other day. I forget what her name was, TJ Holmes' first wife. They even kind of look alike. I said, ooh, that might be a soulmate. So he kind of look. I said, I'd be scared of her. If I was getting involved in it, I bet he's still good friends with her. That's probably where his heart's at. But, Amy, I'm going to just tell you, be careful. TJ, TJ, TJ look like he a lot. TJ look like he a TJ kind of suave, too. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, no, 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 no. TJ's one of them dudes that's kind of, he's good looking, he kind of suave. He got a suave, but, you know, when you're talking about Good Morning America, he's real cool. Everything. Girl, watch out, Amy. I don't know what that's about because this, this is his third time. This will be his third. If he married you, this going to be his third shit. Now, we, I'm going to talk about Jennifer Lopez in a minute. I can't get to Jennifer. So I have time to get to Jennifer. Talking about a lot of marriages. We're going to get to Jennifer tonight. Yeah, but TJ been TJ been around. Listen here, I just want to I just want to put it out there, okay? Amy, you got to think. And this is what I just say for all people. Sometimes, like you know, sometimes people outgrow each other in the courses of things, okay? In marriages and relationships, marriages go through different phases. Sometimes you have people who outgrow each other and they never grow back together. And in between that time, somebody may meet somebody, something may happen, you know, shit. Uh, you know, one of my uh, favorite stories I talk about on here was Amy, what's her name? Amy, Amy Grant, the Christian singer. Yeah, like with Stephen Curtis Chapman. Like, she never had an affair with Stephen Curtis, but they was, like, her and Vince Gill was kind of allegedly in love with each other during their marriage. <laughs> Painful, um, and eventually they ended up married to each other, and they've been married for years now. But there's a lot of stories like that. Listen, I don't make lightly of anything like this. It's painful for all parties involved. However, I'm not so judgmental because I don't know their inner situations. Okay, but I will say. There's already kind of a hint to TJ because TJ, this would be his second marriage he's ended within a course of how many? He was divorced in 2007, so within a course of uh, 15 years, TJ's been married twice. <laughs> I don't know how long the marriage lasted. I know the divorce was in 2000, and then he married this other woman. Two thousand ten. Okay, so TJ, you may have to watch. 
you know, TJ might be in love with love. Like, TJ might, like, I'm a person who loves love, too. Like, I like the feeling. and, and it, So sometimes you you have to, you know, uh, he might like the sparks in the beginning of a relationship, right? But relationships have different, uh, and a lot of us are, a lot of people love love. There's nothing wrong with love and love. But there are times when relationships call for commitment, when people, like, you know, but you don't always like your spouse. It's not always great. And sometimes, you know, you just can't survive that shit. Sometimes it's just not. You people shouldn't just got married in person. You know, or sometimes people outgrow each other. Sometimes somebody else comes along as painful as it is. It's fact, okay? Now, I just do not, would not uh, say, uh, only thing I'm judging right here, I am judging TJ a little. I'm just a little just saying, just watch. I'd like to know. TJ is a little suspicious to me <laughs> because TJ has been with two wives within the last 15 to 20 years, okay? I'm just, you know, I, I'm telling Amy to watch you, watch your back. Now, they didn't say how many times Amy been married. Look like Amy had only been married once. And you know what? Amy just may have outgrown the relationship with her, and maybe she found love with TJ. I'm just saying, watch TJ, okay? And just, TJ, I'm a little worried about you because I see you, you swabbing that first wife. When I saw that first wife, I was like, ooh. I don't know who divorced who in the first marriage, but they almost kind of looking like. When you, get, when you see them type of couples, I'll be like, ooh. Like, you know, you, I, I, I wonder if she's the one that got it. Like, he, he probably wish he didn't leave. Like, they have two children together. I wonder. And that's why the, probably the second one just didn't take off well because he was probably, you know, I don't know what happened in the first. But they didn't have that kind of looked alike. I was like, ooh, uh-oh. You know, like, I I bet they still good friends. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with spouses finding friendships after divorce. You know what I'm saying? That's a beautiful thing when you can do that. Okay. Uh, this is a sad story for the spouses. Same time. You know, hey, uh, I would say for people, you want people to be with, you want people to be happy. Um, it's not easy always to make those decisions. I try not to be harsh on those because people make different decisions for many different reasons. And um, we just don't know what goes on in the course of those people's marriages. We don't know. Maybe they're all cooler with it. I don't know. I'm sure it was painful when they found out, but now they're maybe all like, hey, well, it's ending. We're going to move on. It's just a hard situation all around, okay? And it's even harder when the general public finds out about it. However, I will say TJ and Amy talking about they was trying hard to not let people see, and you all up in upstate New York holding hands and shit, and y'all know damn well y'all TV personalities. I don't know if y'all was trying to have that shit or not. Y'all sound like y'all was going to smother shit. Y'all sound, y'all sound like y'all was trying to get them like, listen, we want them to know. I don't know how to be discreet. Y'all don't know how to be. Y'all don't know how to be discreet out here. 
can't wait to be with him. Y'all know where you go to someplace private? Like, y'all could have went to a private out of the country somewhere, a little private, little some little private beach to yourself and shit, and, 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 and did what you needed to do until y'all worked it out in y'all heads. And <laughs> I mean, shit, no, 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 they could have did that shit better. They were sloppy. They was no, they were sloppy with it. They got pictures and shit of them. Okay, they were sloppy as fuck. They were sloppy. They could went to a look, especially when you're dealing with people who are known. Like when you are, you guys are public figures. You're well known, so you really got to be sneaky with your shit. Like you got to, if you gonna be out here and y'all can't stay away from each other until you're ready to share with your spouses and stuff, you can't stay. You did. Y'all could have did some better situations. It would have been, it would, you know what? If they would have said they found y'all, they, they actually ha- happened to catch a photograph of y'all in some faraway country or something like that, I would have said, damn, they tried. <laughs> you know, they, they tried to keep that shit on the low. They just got caught up. If y'all was in like the uh, what is it? What's some place? What places? These people like the Maldives or whatever. Yeah, like that. Something like that. They y'all. Oh, am I saying it right? If they if they were someplace hidden up in there or something, I would say okay. They caught them. Damn. You know, like damn, they tried. You mofo's didn't try running around New York City and London at the uh, uh, the Jubilee and. Uh, the staff is up here saying, Ooh, look at them, girl, hold in. It's up here in London, Jubilee. Y'all would, TJ, y'all would not hide. Y'all would not hide. They would not hide. They would not hide it. Sad. I mean, I mean just be discreet. No, no discretion whatsoever. Huh? <laughs> We're talking about they was trying hard to hide. They stood. Child, please. Let's talk about Jennifer. Yeah. I'm not thinking about Jennifer. Have you ready to talk about Jennifer? Jennifer up, yeah. Jennifer this week, child. Y'all been saying Jennifer, talking about Jennifer, don't think that we didn't use some tribute. I knew y'all was playing. Y'all was running that room around here, talking about her. Whitney was in her vocal range. I said, I know Jennifer Lopez didn't say that shit. <laughs> Which we found. I think it's a joke. It had to be a joke going around the internet. Y'all better not ever let me. They did have something on the internet with her singing Saving All My Love for You. I was like, nope. Nope, nope. Jennifer, nope. Nope. And nope. Okay, so nope. Y'all not gonna get y'all not gonna be messing up Nippy. No, we not gonna we not gonna have that. We not gonna be doing no tribute. Y'all gonna disturb Nippy's peace. Talking about Jennifer Lopez tribute. Singing some of her songs. Y'all make good playing. But Jennifer Lopez this week, according to Yahoo.com, said her and being asked to break up 20 years ago was so painful she thought she'd die. In a new interview, the singer talked about her latest Affleck-inspired album, Oh, Lord. And what the actor director said had had uh, the rest of said had to say about some seemingly personal lyrics. Lopez, 53, spoke to Apple Music Zane Lowe's about her forthcoming album, This Is Me Now, a follow-up to her hit, This Is Me Then. 
20 years ago, I fell in love with the love of my life, Lopez explained. Now the most amazing, incredible, unbelievable thing has happened. It's time because it's even better than the first time. Aspect and Lopez tied the knot twice over the summer after rekindling their relationship. Because Ben Affleck got any money problems or something right now. Y'all check on that. Shoot, I hope y'all right financially. I'm just trying to pretend it. The because you know, Jennifer, you got to check it. The GG store, co-stores initially caught off the engagement in 2004. He said, it was so painful after we broke up. Once we caught off that wedding 20 years ago, I was, it was the biggest heartbreak of my life. I honestly felt like I was going to die, Lopez recalled. It sent me on a spiral for the next 18 years where I just couldn't get it right. Couldn't get it right. But now, 20 years later, it does have a happy ending. It has the most would never happen in Hollywood ending. That would never happen. We're not going to write that because nobody will believe it ending. Lopez said when she and Affleck got back together, he called her out for not performing songs that were about him on This Is Me again. I was like, you're right. It was painful. It was a part of me then. And I had to put, uh, put away to move on to survive. It was a survival tactic for sure, Lopez recalled. By the way, she said Affleck knows all the words to the songs on the album. Good chance. Oh, Lord. Oh. You know, I hope I ain't got, you know, I hope this is a love story, Jennifer, for you. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be honest. You know when women say that, I was so in love with him, I feel like I could die. I had a friend one time years ago. I remember I was in, when I was in college, I was heartbroken. I was like, oh, are you? I'd been dating this guy, and it just was, it just turned out just, I mean, it's terrible. And I was so hurt by it. It's like, oh, good time got to hurt. And I remember my girlfriend said to me, I want you to do something. You go in your room, your dorm room, and you cry. You can roll around the floor, do whatever the hell you want to do, okay? But when you come up out of there, don't let nobody see you uh, hurt. Upset, don't look like you got nothing. Get it all out <laughs> and move the hell up. And you know what? It was so good. I was like, shit, she right. You know what I'm saying? Don't let them see threat. Jennifer Lopez was the worst thing of my life. That man ain't saying shit. Okay? Why? Because Jennifer is you that's been the chaser in this shit. And it's okay because it happens with a lot of women. You know, when you 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 meet you fall in love with somebody and uh, you really project on them what you want. And you know what I think? I think Ben is trying to make that happen for her. I just don't know if Ben feels. I think Ben loves her. No, I don't think he doesn't love her. I just don't know if he feels as deep for her as she does for him. Right? You know what I'm saying? And I hope it's just a hope of what that. I mean, you know, sometimes you know, listen. But sometimes you got to go. You got to not say these things, Jennifer Lopez. You're not even gonna say it was so painful. I could die. I mean, it was a very painful time in my life. 
Uh, and, you know, we're together now. Uh, but all that extra she told, it just, uh, it just, to me, was it showed a lot of imbalance. And she was talking about she went on an 18-year spiral, I said, because, you know, she's just married. That's somebody who likes to get married. That's somebody who likes to just run around here. Like somebody said, collecting uh, engagement rings like they infinity rings. <laughs> I don't know how y'all been doing it. Be married 10 times and shit. I don't know how we would do it. Shit. Listen, listen. <laughs> you know, because marriage is this shit. It's hard already. It's hard to, you know, even if it, when you do a breakup, I can't imagine the, the, you know how painful that shit is having to divide your shit and die out. This shit ain't going to work and all this stuff. And just having to, to leave situations that you done got used to and to do that more than Three times, I mean, do that more than two times is crazy as fuck to me. <laughs> I can see two times. I understand. Sometimes the first time people have situations where, you know, they grow up like Tia Maori. You're going to talk about Tia. I'm not going to have time to talk about Tia for a minute. I may have time to talk about Tia. We're going to talk about Tia for a minute, but like Tia, uh, that with Corey, you mean Tia, Tia's ass. Tia's ass is. Like she looked like she had to be single. And I really think it's just a situation with just sidebar for her of where her and Corey just may have outgrown each other. You know what I'm saying? We don't know their business, but you know, she on she on the end when you see a woman on the Instagram like that, she on the Instagram, she's ready. She ready be she ready to be out in the shoots, okay? She's like she is. Corey Slater, peace. She said, we were a successful marriage. And I love the way she looks at it. She's saying, hey, I was successful. It just was time to go. I think that's exactly what she said. But sometimes that happens. You know, people have a success rate for a certain amount of time, and they realize that shit's about to go all the way down. They're like, shit, maybe I need somebody. See, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes people can survive the downtime. Sometimes they can't. Depends on what foundation they built their shit up. You know what I'm saying? So um, I can't imagine mofos running around here collecting, like Jennifer's ass, just collecting women. <laughs> it gave me reason shit. <laughs> I can't imagine going to I mean, you know, the, the pain of uh, of divorces and stuff like that, and, and to do that four and five and six times, y'all crazy as fuck out here. Y'all crazy as hell running around here. That's what I don't know about Jennifer. I, I believe she, her ass is passionate about being but you know what I think Ben, I'm going to tell you the truth. I've talked about it on here before. I think Ben sees Jennifer Lopez has has the ultimate good time girl. He's not going to be bored. That's a, a unique, but I, I, I also think, I don't know if he'll ever see her completely, even though they're married, has a wife. Even though Jennifer will try her best to give that energy. But She's a Leo. Oh, Leo. I have a Leo ascendant. We're so passionate. We love passion. Oh, it drives us. It, it, when we find something we're passionate about, oh, my God. And that soak, that sexual, sensual side, you can't fuck. We just like, oh, no. It. It, 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 I know what's going on with Jennifer, okay? It, even being, she's a Leo son. I'm a Leo rising. And listen, 
I feel, I'm, and, and then I got Scorpio too. I'm a Scorpio son, a militant Scorpio, high militant Scorpio. Okay, so I be having all the passion. I'm a passion. I like passion. Passion. You, you, you stoke my passion. You can literally like it's, it's hard. I, my Virgo moon has kept keeps it in check. It's like sit, sit your passion in that ass down, Leo and Scorpio. <laughs> And think for a minute. Shit. <laughs> think about what you're doing up in this bitch. But you better. <laughs> All right? Or something like that. But listen, passion, you, you got a, that girl, she's so she passionate about him. So passionate, I think she can see him clearly. And I just, I, you know, if I was her, I would have checked his finances. I would have ran everything on him. You know, he is at a domain, you know, because he's at a little low point in his career. You know, just see why his ass come back. You come back for me because you're really in love with me. Like, you're as passionate about me as, as I am about you. I don't think so. Sometimes you the chasing. Now, do I think they might be some sort of twin flames or something? Yeah, but twin flames ain't always good out in these streets. And your twin flame doesn't have to be your spouse, by the way, according to Tim, twin flame lore, okay? Twin flames, you do not have to marry, even though they, well, you know, they can devastate your world when they show up, okay? But, you know, sometimes twin flames can be hard on each other because they have so much alike but so different. And so I wonder, you know, in this case with Jennifer, I do see that Ben might be a twin. I, no, I don't even say that. Maybe a soulmate. I don't know. Hmm. He affects her like a twin flame, huh? Seems like he affects her like one. And, you know, usually there's a runner and chaser in that dynamic, you know. And it seems like this, she's, the, she's the chaser. You know, he 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 finally just says, "Shit, I'm gonna just go finally go and marry her ass." How old is he? You know, we get old. Shit, I done had my fun out here. I done had these kids. <laughs> I know, no, 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 I'm just saying. He could have twenty years ago. He could have married her and had children with her and everything. Well, she Ben did not. Why? I just wonder, Jennifer. Maybe he finally found his way back to you. I get it. And that happens. That does happen. But I just find him very funny because he ain't saying shit. He ain't hardly saying He's the one who's coming. He knows every song to this. He asked me why they not sing about him, the songs about him. He can play that game, girl. I hope it works out for you, Jim, because you love him so much. I can see the passion for that. That what is he? I forget what Ben Affleck is. Let me look it up. What's Ben Affleck's birthday? I can see the little passion for him. She is out there about Ben Affleck. Okay. I think at one time she was out there about Diddy like that too. But you know, shit. That's why we don't get her in too much shit. Uh, let's see. When's Ben Affleck's uh, birthday? Let's see if we can see. If I can pull it up. Uh, oh, shit. Is he a Leo, too? Ooh. Oh, oh. We may have some problems here. Leo men are a little different. Yeah, he's a Leo. 
He's a Leo like Jennifer. Two Leos together. Lots of hot passion. His moon is in Scorpio. Oh, child, that's why. Oh, poor Jennifer. Oh, Lord. He ain't. Oh, Lord. Oh. Ascendant in Cancer. Jesus. Midhaven. Oh, Lord. I see Jennifer. What's going on here? Ooh, Lord, somebody, Apollonia, somebody do a, a do a chart on Jennifer and Ben. They need them. They need they shit read. Being serious about her ass, that Scorpio moon doesn't worry me. You know, cause this is a, she's passionate about him. He got a lot of passion too. Hey, he got a lot of passion. She likes them Scorpio men, don't she? Girl, that girl like a Scorpio, honey. The Scorpios get her out of her, get her in her. Oh, she like him. Cause, you know, I think she's crazy about Diddy like this, too. She just couldn't go back to Diddy because of the trajectory she wanted to do with her career. But you you know the rumors were back in the day about her when she was out there, about allegedly that Jennifer Lopez was going around knocking on hotel doors looking for Diddy. She did she liked that. She was she trying to be cute and up, up here now about being acid, but they say her little ass was running around here just, just was like, totally in love, babysitting children and all kind of shit, ready to be stepmommy and everything. Uh, a, a, a chick on the side, all that. Really. She liked the Scorpio. Oh, Lord. I wish you luck, Jennifer. Mm-mm-mm. I want it for, to work for her. It's just I don't see that same thing come out of him that that comes out of her about him. And and maybe he is he just laid back with it. I don't know, but it's obviously that he is a runner. He's been running the fuck from this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and she. And I bet it was not his idea to get married twice. Was that his idea, Jennifer, to get married twice? Probably the fuck not. <laughs> Woo! You probably like, why not? Just go for it, you know. But, yeah. Maybe he's a twin, though. I can see that. Twin flames. Let me just say this to you ladies, Okay. If you ever if you ever find yourself meeting your soulmate or your twin, soulmates and twin flames are very different. You can have a number of soulmates in your lifetime. Uh, uh, twin flames, it's a very different experience. Okay, um, they change your life. They can change your life in a lot of ways. Okay, and uh, uh, from what I hear, you know, I've been I've been watching this for a long time, like a lot of twin flame stories and stuff. You know that I've seen over the years on different shows, uh, in the, you know, internet, different things and thoughts about them. Wait, listen, you don't ever have to, ch- I mean, you know, at some point, I mean, twin friend got to turn around and just say, I mean, y'all going to either y'all going to get together or you're not. And sometimes you just don't, it don't always end up a happy ending that you don't always end up with your twin friend. Okay. I just want to say that to people out here because, I, because I'm, I'm thinking that maybe something with Jennifer Lopez and Ben, they might could be. I'm not sure. I'd like to hear an astrologist's point of view on that. But sometimes you don't always end up with them. Sometimes, you know, 
it's a, it's you know, it's the most passionate thing for a lot of people, and I feel that's why I feel like Jennifer and Jennifer has that with Ben. She feels that very passionate connection to him that she probably can't find anywhere else. Projects a lot on him, but you know, twin flames are also known to take you through some shit. Okay. So and you are and you don't always meet them in perfect circumstances. Okay, so yeah, I think this could possibly be what's going on here with Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck, maybe. But he doesn't seem like he. I don't know. I just don't. Am I getting a twin flame energy from his ass? No, because maybe I'm not getting it because he is the runner. He, you know, he's like, you know, there's always a runner and a chaser, and sometimes it changes through. And they said sometimes the chaser becomes the the runner and the runner becomes a chaser, all that. So maybe they're in a great spot now where she's gotten her man, okay? And this is, I, I feel, I want to know, you know, I'm, maybe I'll ask them, if I, I'll look at some astrology things and see if people are thinking they're twin flames. But I got the feeling that when I heard her say she could die and I was feeling she was feeling, you know, um, I've heard people who've had twin flame relationships talk about they get lovesick over the per- person, they, even if they're not with them. It's strange, okay? So it's an interesting phenomenon of twin, the twin flame theories. I don't know, you know? I've always said I wanted to do a show on twin flames. I just never have done one. I, I may have to get get it one together. I keep saying I'm going to do that, and I never do. Maybe I need to do one. There, There's some very interesting stories out here. But Jennifer Lopez reminded me of that when I saw her little story. And I was like, oh, I mean, she looks like a cute lovesick. I'm glad she got her man. I just hope it works out. Because nobody wants you to, you know, I want you out here dying. Jennifer. <laughs> so, I got to get off of here. It is time, y'all. It's at the end of the uh, thing. Oh, yeah, did we talk about Kim Kardashian getting $200,000 a month in child support? Shit. I thought she was a billionaire. What you asking Kanye for $200,000 a month in child support? What the fuck? Let me just say why I don't agree with her. She's like, yeah, they had kids again. No, $200,000 is a lot for somebody who happens to be a billionaire, okay? I, you know, what I would say, like Mariah Carey, I don't think she's asking me candy for that Here's the thing. I think there's a lot of smoke and mirrors with the Kardashians. I don't think they are all what people say they are as far as financially, like billionaires and stuff. And all these things, they may have billion dollars worth of deals, but you know, I don't know if they're billionaires yet. This is what I feel like: in situations like when you're both wealthy celebrities, I see donating to the kids' funds or donating money. She doesn't. He just needs to pay you. It feels like he doesn't need to pay you anything. At the, you know, this is a different dynamic. Say, but like he's paying that. Plus, they said for tuition and other things. It's that's crazy. So that doesn't sound like a, a billionaire situation to me. But I see why she would ask for, you know. A, but it seems like that's something that you shouldn't do. Work out in the court because y'all got so much money. But maybe she's also scared Kanye's getting ready to, you know, go broke with all the craziness he's talking. Maybe she's scared. I better get as much out of him as I can. But if you're a billionaire. It still just seems to me that you wouldn't worry about that. Just odd, okay? Kim is that that whole situation with Kim is interesting. 
also, uh, I'm going to leave the show. I'm going to leave. This is going to be my last thought of the night, but you guys should check out this uh, young man who did a really great um, thing about Kelly Rowland, about Chris Brown. We owe Chris Brown nothing. He's King of Reeves on YouTube. Oh, my God. I love what he had to say to Kelly Rowland last week and his talk about Chris Brown. I thought it was so uh, thoughtful, insightful on some of the things that he said. So, and some of the things that he brought up has to uh, the situation with Chris Brown and Kelly Rowland. And I, you guys should check it out. King of Reads, and it's called Dear Kelly Rowland. Dear Kelly Rowland, we owe Chris Brown nothing. So I thought it was really good, very interesting. Okay, all right, you guys. So that's the end. I did. The, listen, I did the show early. I may come back uh, if I got time this weekend and do another show for y'all, do another Hot Topic show, and we'll talk about some more Hot Topics. But I'm sure that y'all not going to get a – y'all might not get another show for um, for till the 17th. I think I'm going to try to have a guest on that day. I'm going to try to bring my guests on and see if they're available, okay? But if y'all, y'all may get a show in between that time if I have time. I can't promise y'all. If not – Please listen to the archive show. I know it's one show that I did not advertise a lot. The last show, y'all y'all heard me say the last show was kind of I cut off the first part of it because my uh, I wasn't recording. I apologize to y'all about that. But there's a show before that that I didn't advertise a lot that a lot of y'all didn't know was out there. Check it out. It's the, You can look at listen to that on the archive show if you haven't had a chance to hear it, okay? And it's your chance to get caught up. Why I'm because y'all know I'm heading to my finals week, okay? So y'all, thank you so much for listening to me uh, with celebrity gossip and celebrity news, like y'all always do. Listen, uh, thank you for your prayers and y'all well wishes and everything. I, you know, I appreciate my my uh, group so much. My little the listeners who I have out here who listen to me. Y'all been listening to me go with this thing for years and everything. I appreciate y'all. So much, I don't know. Okay, so uh, thank y'all. Y'all have a wonderful weekend. I gotta go to class in the morning, Chad. I'm up here playing and talking with y'all. Okay, <laughs> but I'm gonna leave out tonight. You know what? Let's see what we're gonna leave out with. My favorite, Maxwell. Let's not play the game. It's the CC show. I'm Carlotta. I will see y'all uh, the next show. Okay, I'm out, y'all. Bye. <laughs> oh, oh, let me say this. Okay because I'm not coming back to say it, okay? <laughs> if you're listening to the sound of my voice, you are listening to the Archive Show. If you guys want to uh, hit me up, remember you can hit me up on the Carlotta Chatwood Facebook page. That is the best place to DM me, leave a message. That's where a lot of y'all always leave me messages, things about the show, all that stuff. Definitely hit me up there if you have any ideas, somebody you want me to talk to or interview. Definitely, please, hit me up there. Also, uh, my Instagram, Carly's underscore Galaxy. I do have uh, some of y'all right over there, too. I appreciate that, too. You can also hit up the DM over there if you have any questions or you want to uh, talk to somebody, get a show on or talk about something or get my opinion on something, definitely hit me up at Carly's underscore Galaxy. Also, uh, for Twitter, it's the Chatwood Show and Carlotta72 are the Twitter accounts, Okay. You guys have a wonderful weekend, a wonderful night. I'm out. Let's leave out with Maxwell. Let's not play the game. See y'all. 